Welcome to the Pete Slevin Fitness Podcast, where we discuss all things fitness, health and well-being with your host, Pete Slevin. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pete Slevin Fitness Podcast, episode 13. We're going to do a Q&A format. So these are a few questions that have come in over my social media. People have messaged me on my Instagram, Snapchat and Facebook. Every now and again, I do a Q&A on Instagram. And they're quite uh, effective. Um, questions vary right across from training, nutrition. Um, you get some random questions in there. But the beauty of doing it on the, as a podcast episode is I get to expand on it. Whereas when I do them on Instagram, I, I try to keep it short so that they fit into the Instagram stories. So this is a, an episode of the podcast that is solely uh, directed towards this Q&A format. So I'll not delay any further uh, and we'll get stuck in. So first question today, can I build muscle eating processed sugary foods if macros are calculated? Very good question. And the quick answer, technically, yes, you can. If your training is right and your eating is on point, uh, i.e. you're achieving a calorie surplus and you're eating plenty of protein, then you'll build muscle regardless if you're eating processed sugary foods or whatever foods, your, your body is going to respond. And this is exactly the same uh, if you want to lose body fat or weight. Scientifically, it can be achieved regardless of the food types that you consume. But as long as you're in a calorie deficit, obviously for uh, losing body fat or weight. So the short answer is yes, uh, you can build muscle eating processed sugary foods. Now, is it optimal? No. So would I recommend this? Definitely not. From a health perspective, and really that's my role, my role is to promote healthy lifestyles, this isn't going to be the most optimal way to build muscle. It's very simple, eating heavily processed foods or sugary foods isn't going to be good for your health over the grand scheme of things, so it's not going to be optimal. And I've said it many times on the social media Q&As and on this podcast, would you put bad fuel into your car? No, you wouldn't. So why would you fuel your body poorly? Always remember, good in equals good out. So if you're fueling your body with bad foods, you're going to feel crappy, you're going to feel sluggish, which in turn, it's going to hinder your performance, whether that's in the gym or perhaps if you're an athlete or whatever, you play football, um, that's going to hinder your performance and it's definitely going to hinder the type of session that you put in in the gym. You're not going to be working at your best. Furthermore, your, your body composition, it's not going to be at its best. Um, it's not going to be as good as what it could potentially be if you were to compare it to someone who is trying to build muscle by eating healthy whole foods and lean meats. Their body composition is going to be a lot better than someone's who um, who's eating sugary, heavily processed foods. And if you think about it, all the stuff these companies are putting into the processed foods simply to improve the shelf lives, like preservatives, uh, emulsifiers, additives, sugars, things like that, your body and digestive system has to try and work out what to do with these invaders uh, and struggles to really break them down and spends a lot of energy trying to work out how to break them down and where to break them down. It has to work harder to deal with these invaders. So therefore, your energy levels are going to be affected and that's why you're going to feel sluggish. Your body tries to help by shuttling the bad stuff like trans fats into fat stores so to keep them away from your vital organs simply because that's the body's main aim, remember, is to try and keep you alive. So what's happening? 
your body's going to store more body fat by eating these type of foods. The trans fats and some of the other processed ingredients are being stored in the fat stores so it's away from those vital organs. And this process is repeating itself every time you eat. These sugary foods are processed foods. In addition to this, then, there's also the removal or the loss of the quality nutrients from the foods during the, this whole process in, um, in the factories where the, the preservatives and additives are, are added to the food. So you're, you're losing out on that as well. And I've mentioned before as well on the podcast, sugary foods can lend themselves to cravings. There's a physiological response with blood sugar levels that can cause this. So cutting these type of foods out of your diet is going to cut or reduce and eliminate these cravings. So you're going to feel good in the inside and you're going to look good on the outside. And it's also going to be a lot easier to achieve your body composition goals by simply eating better, eating whole, nutritious foods. So the short answer, as I said at the start, you definitely can build muscle by eating sugary processed foods. Likewise, you can lose fat, body fat, lose weight by eating processed sugary foods, but it's definitely going to be harder for you. You're not going to be up to your optimum, and it's something that I certainly wouldn't recommend. I would recommend you try to build muscle or lose body fat by eating whole, nutritious food. So I hope that helps. Hi, podcast listeners. If you'd like me to work alongside you as your coach for six weeks, then this is your opportunity. You get to train in your own time and around your schedule. With my online coaching, you get a PDF that is downloadable to your mobile device and includes a six-week training plan to suit your goals with video demos of myself performing every exercise. You get a nutritional guide with advice, tips, a seven-day sample meal plan with calorie and macros breakdown and also some healthy, nutritious and more importantly, delicious recipes. I will communicate with you on a daily basis via WhatsApp to answer any questions you may have and also to help you with accountability to help guide you and stick to the plan. Every week we will schedule in a Skype call to assess your progress. Both the training plan and nutritional plans are tailored to suit your goals and fit around your lifestyle. If this is something you think you could do to help you achieve your goals, sign up now on my website pleatslemfitness.com Or you can drop me a message on my social media channels, on Instagram, on Facebook, under Pete's Levin Fitness. This is your chance to train around your schedule and lifestyle and achieve the goals that you've always wanted. Whether that's fat loss or to build muscle, my coaching and my guides will get you there all within six weeks. I look forward to hearing from you and having you on board to help you achieve your goals. Next question then is, how can I get a bigger bum? And the key here are the four things that I preach about on these podcasts and Instagram stories. Uh, I often repeat myself. Nutrition, training program, recovery and supplements. So firstly, make sure you're eating enough calories to support growth. So you need to be in a calorie surplus. Uh, And if you need to find out what calories you need to be eating to get that surplus, use a TDEE calculator. You'll find one on my website, peatslevenfitness.com, and it'll simply work out for you what calories you need to be hitting to be in a surplus. You also then want to make sure you're getting a high intake of protein and amino acids, obviously to support the growth of the muscle. Then with your training program, and I've actually got a glute and legs program uh, available on my website, um, 
and it includes five workouts to be carried out over a week for a six-week period. Three of those workouts hit the lower part of the body and two focus on your upper body. So what I'm saying is you want to be focusing solely on the gluten legs for the majority of your training. So if you're doing five sessions a week, I would do definitely two or three gluten legs sessions. Uh, you want to be including exercises that's going to build size but also shape as well. So your compound movements like glute bridges, hip thrusts, your squats, and then you want to include your isolated movements like hamstring curls, cable kickback variations. The girls that I train, uh, they seem to like the, the likes of your goblet squats and lunges. Um, so definitely get them included into your training program. Then also focus on squeezing your glutes at the top of the movement. So you're really focusing on isolating those glute muscles. And then you want to be working in a, a hypertrophy range. So you want to be working at 10 to 12 reps, maybe three or four sets. And the weight, you want to be using a heavy enough weight that you can perform another rep. So if you are working in a 10 rep range, the weight should be heavy enough that you can't do an 11th rep. Then the next thing then is your recovery. Make sure you're getting plenty of sleep, good seven, eight hours sleep uh, and rest to help those muscles repair and rebuild bigger and stronger. Um, and then this can also be aided with your, your supplements. So the supplements that I would recommend be the likes of your whey protein for post-workout recovery. It's going to be the quickest way you're going to get protein into the system, into the body and getting into the muscles. Another one I like to use is your branched chain amino acids that you can drink uh, before or during your workout session. And essentially these are just the building block of protein. So they're going to all help repair and rebuild your muscles so that they come back bigger and stronger. So if you get those four things uh, on point, then you're definitely on your way to help build a bigger bum. Question three, best way to lose body fat training at home? This is the same as losing body body fat anywhere, body fat in the gym, but doesn't matter. It's an accumulation of factors that's going to enable you to, to lose body fat. You can have the best workout, the best gym, best equipment, whatever, but if you haven't got your nutrition right, if you're eating too many calories and you're putting yourself into a calorie surplus, then you're not going to reduce your body fat. I'm a big believer of eating regularly, so every three hours or so, eat something. This is going to help stabilize your blood sugar levels which is then going to help reduce cravings, which in turn then prevents you making bad food choices or over-consuming too many calories. With regards to your nutrition, you want to be eating real whole foods. Definitely reduce the processed foods, cut out those takeaways. Doing this is going to help with your energy levels. You're going to feel a hell of a lot more energetic, which is going to help you perhaps do more activities, whether that's running, walking, maybe a gym session, you know, if you're going to have that energy, it's going to help you rather than feeling lethargic and tired. Then if you're you're looking to tone up uh, and build muscle as well, then I would definitely introduce some form of resistance style training. So at home, this, this can be uh, achieved at home as well. You could use a, a bed or a chair uh, to do something like dips and um, use your stairs to do step ups or split squats. You could have minimal equipment, something like a kettlebell or resistance bands or a set of dumbbells. That's all you require and trust me, you can put in a really good uh, session. In fact, in the next uh, two to three weeks, I hope to launch a home workout program, a six-week home workout program that's going to enable people to get in a 20-30 minute session at home. So 
they've really no excuse if they don't have time perhaps to get out to the gym or they're a busy mum or a busy dad that they can blast out a 20-30 minute home workout and definitely it'll help them get into shape, improve fitness, improve mental health and it'll all be achieved through uh, body weight exercises. So the reason why I'm, I'm saying introduce some form of resistance style training, uh, you're going to tear muscle fibres, you're going to keep your metabolism high over a 24-48 hour period uh, and then it's also going to help you tone and build that muscle. Then for a cardio element, I would recommend doing some form of hit style training, which means less time is required, but you're going to burn plenty of calories. Uh, so like 15-20 minute hit session, um, and that's going to improve your, your cardio, but as well it's going to torch that body fat as well. Supplements could help. The likes of a protein shake post-workout helps repair muscle fibers um, and enables you to get your protein in fast and effectively. Green tea extract is another supplement that I recommend for help speeding up uh, fat loss. But as I said at the start, uh, with regards to losing body fat, doesn't matter about the environment, whether you're at home or whatever, your body doesn't know. The main thing you need to be in is a calorie deficit. So what I would definitely recommend is go to my website, use the calorie calculator. It'll work out what calories you need to be hitting to be in a calorie deficit. Work with that. And then that means you're not batting in the dark. You know exactly how many calories you need to consume. Try and hit that target over the next couple of weeks uh, and see see how you're getting on. You might have to reduce the calories, a bit of trial and error. But um, try it for two weeks or so and see how you go. So hope that helps with fat loss at home. Next question. I lost weight quickly, but now I can't stop binge eating. Yes, this happens with the majority of people. Um, I don't want to get too sciencey, but bear with me here. Your body's hunger hormones have been offset. So the ones that deal with your hunger, the likes of the leptin, which uh, decreases your appetite and your ghrelin, that uh, stimulates hunger, they're all over the place. So what's happening is uh, our bodies are very smart uh, and they always want to be in a, sta a state of homeostasis. So if, for instance, you were 14 stone and you went down to 10 stone over a very quick period of time, your body's trying to get you back up to that 14 stone mark because that's where your body weight set point is. So it's a form of like body weight homeostasis. And right on cue, there goes my doorbell. <laughs> anyway, so the concept of the body weight set point is that our bodies, they're, they're programmed to be a certain weight or, or to store a certain amount of fat and the body will fight back against any attempts to change this predetermined weight, if you like. Um, our bodies aren't designed to lose vast amount of weight in such a short space of time. So your body's going to try and give you those cravings uh, and direct you towards binge eating uh, to try and get you to get your weight back up. So that's why I definitely never recommend that you follow some kind of plan uh, where you lose weight very, very quickly. Um, you want to lose weight, lose body fat gradually. So it's giving your body the chance to uh, acclimatize, so to speak, uh, and stop this yo-yo effect. So what I recommend, the key is always getting your nutrition plan on point, a good nutrition plan. Include the foods that you like and try and fit it around your lifestyle. And then always try and stabilize your blood sugar levels by eating regularly and then eating the right foods uh, and really trying to get the leptin and ghrelin hormones uh, to balance back out rather than trying to lose weight over a very short space of time or following a juice bar diet or something like that 
try and keep to you know good food moving regularly and you know slow and steady wins the race so the last question today then I want to start training but don't know where to start and this uh, happens to a lot of people um, they can probably suffer from paralysis by analysis and this is where you get lost in all the the, the content the stuff that you're reading online or whatever uh, and you're reading one thing and then reading another thing and it's contradicting the last thing you read and you just you're lost you don't know what's right and what's wrong and then because of that you end up doing absolutely nothing so that's why I would recommend uh, trying to get yourself a good uh, reputable trainer even if it's only for a couple of weeks um, or get on to a good online program and you want to be on a program that's going to fit around your lifestyle and schedule so it's easier for you to, to stick to it and sustain so if you're new to training realistically you're not going to sustain hitting the gym five or six times a week for like six weeks um, but you might be able to fit in one or two gym sessions a week and then building it up or you might be able to go out for a walk one day or jog or maybe do a 20 minute home workout uh, what I would say is just start slowly and then build it up gradually but doing something is always better than doing nothing but that's why I would recommend getting yourself a trainer um, so you'll not drown in all this information that's out there um, and the trainer will help guide you uh, and help you reach your goals you'll be able to sit down with them set out your goals uh, and then they'll be able to build a nutrition and a, and a training program around that that's specific for you and specific for your goals but as I say don't go mad don't think you have to hit the gym five six times a week you don't um, start off slow even get two three sessions in a week something like that uh, and just build it up from there and like I mentioned in one of the questions before there on on this podcast episode um, a home workout 20 minutes you could do you know your lunges your squats your press ups your dips things like that you, you can definitely do a good workout in 20 minutes all body weight so there's no gym equipment required but I would definitely recommend getting yourself a trainer uh, for a couple of weeks anyway uh, and to help guide you and also help with uh, accountability so that's all the questions answered for this podcast 13th episode once again thank you so much for tuning in to the peach lemon fitness podcast and i would love you forever if you share it on your instagram or your social media platforms also if you leave a review on whatever uh, platform you listen to your podcast i really would love you forever um but until next time uh, to the next episode uh, thank you so much again for listening and i'll catch you all later